Hello and welcome to Tribal Council, a show in which two brothers who had never seen Survivor before started from the very beginning and have watched seasons one through nine, 41 and 42. I'm Patrick. And I'm Chris. And this week we're going to talk about season 42, episode 11, Battle Royale. But before that, we've got some season 43 news. I saw that the cast was leaked. Yeah. I have not looked at it yet. Uh, so a couple of pieces of information. One is, according to this leak, it's confirmed that season 43 is going to be 26 days. So they're going to stick with the 26 days. That's stupid. Um, and that it's expected to air Wednesday nights at 8, which is what it does now, starting in September. Um, and then I've they released... Uh, or leaked pictures with names, ages, locations, and jobs of the 18 contestants for this coming season. So it is 18 again, probably three tribes of six. Three tribes of six is what this release says. Yeah. At Fiji. Um, Yeah, because they're currently filming it now. Um, So yeah, we've got... uh, Here, make a guess. There's... uh, Two states that have three people from them. New York. Nope. Texas. Yes. California. Nope. Um, There's actually not a single contestant from New York. Florida. Nope. Not a single contestant from Florida. Ohio. Not a single contestant from Ohio. Washington. <laughs> not a single. Well, there's one from Washington, D.C. Uh, the other one after Texas that also has three is Pennsylvania. Oh, I it would have taken me a while to get to guessing Pennsylvania. Also have two people from Honolulu, Hawaii. We've got Tennessee, Utah. Two people from Honolulu? Yeah. Uh, we've got Tennessee, Utah, Massachusetts, uh, California, Idaho, New Hampshire. Uh, Any Canadians? Louisiana, Nevada. No Canadians. At least no, like, where in this leak... Their location is Canada. So I don't know if these locations are their current residences or their birth residences. My guess well, is their current residence. Well, their current residence is Fiji. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I think it's probably too early to like go through and you give me like yeses and nos on them. But uh, we'll wait for like the official release for that. Um, yeah. That's yeah. It. That's exciting. We've got a player as young as 19. And a player as old as 50, 19 to 50, which is uh, this season we've got Mike is well over 50, uh, 58, I guess. I don't know about well over, but yeah. Yeah, I was going to say 50 sounded young for their oldest player. Mm-hmm. Um, that Their 50-year-old player is a heart valve specialist. Oh, maybe they did surgery on dad. I mean, they're probably not. They live in Idaho, so probably not. Maybe they just moved to Idaho. Uh, yeah, so that's season 43. Who knows uh, if they'll be like a monster that season or what? We got to hear that's a little bit more say, about they... the monster this season. So as far as we know, there's no like uh, no subtitles theme, right? Uh, the release actually said it will. Once again, there's no subtitle attached to the season relating to a theme or a location. So, OK, it's a new era of Survivor. There's a monster always around. We got some monster watch this week. We did. I just, I, I have, 
I liked season 41. I like season 42 even more than 41. I also like variety and I am a little bit nervous. I think it's because three is going to be the same. See, I think you are living in the old era. We're dropping the four, keeping the one, two, three. We're in the new era. You just got to change your mindset. So like there's going to be a tribe swap and a lion attack in season 43 because that was a big deal in season three. There was no lion attack. There was kind of a lion attack. It did. Uh, there was no attack that happened. There was a lion walking around. I, uh, I mean, maybe I'm using hyperbolic language, but uh-huh. I think that that lion wanted to attack. Oh, okay. I think that when we talked about that episode, you developed a fresh new fear of lions. That's true. But they did I not I think it attack. was pretty terrifying. Yeah, I'm not arguing that. I'm just saying there wasn't a lion attack. Also, later in the season, we did see a lion attack some gazelles. So there was a lion attack, just not on humans. Okay. Uh, In this season, this current era of Survivor. um, Are you really excited for season 44 when we get to say drop the four, keep the four? Oh, that's a good. That'd be fun. (laughs) I hadn't thought about it. I will say that a lot, I'm sure. Um, We start off at Tribal Council. Or not at, at Tribal Council. After Tribal Council, once <laughs> High is gone, Mike is very happy that High is gone. Um, he says something to the effect that High thought he was king, but his peasants banded together. And I don't know if it was right now or later, refers to them as chopping his head off and it like rolling down the hill or something. It was uh, it was a lot. It's pretty brutal. Yeah. Uh, uh-huh. And Mike also says that he orchestrated this from the beginning, which not the case. But, you know, if he thinks that, that's great. But well, yes, exactly. It, it is, it is good for like Omer that Mike oh, yeah. thinks he orchestrated that. Yeah. So far, nobody, from what we've seen in the edit, nobody thinks Omer is orchestrating shit. Well, at the end of this episode, that changes. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, we have Romeo's also happy high is gone, and then Lindsay and Drea. Um, or I just made a note that they now have the steal of vote power. Um, but that's short-lived since Dre is going to be gone by the end of this episode. They do talk about that and are like uh, celebrating about mm-hmm. high leaving because they have this steal the vote. We get a little bit of talk the next day about how Marianne's little toenail fell off and how it's not a big deal because it happens all the time. Two to three times a year. Yeah. Rest of the group says that's not normal. Chris, how um, often do your toenails fall off? Well, I have a bad history with my large toe, my big toe toenails. Oh, but this is a pinky toe. That's true. I had never. I know it's an issue for people when they like uh, hike a lot or run a lot. Like it's happened to Sean before for sure and other people. Um, I would imagine it. Oh, well, I would have guessed it was something due to like malnourishment. Except that she said it happens all the time, like just outside of Survivor. Um, Normally, like. She tweeted this out or talked about it on Twitter and said that one of the best things was that people were like tweeting at her like, yeah, it happens to me too. So like she's not alone in this. I will say that the person who is the most vocal coming back at her about it not being normal is Lindsay, who's a dietitian and probably knows a little something about this. So maybe right. be not so normal. Yeah, I thought that too. I do want to clarify that when you say like coming back at her, this was all a very like jovial conversation. They were oh, not yeah, like yeah. Mm-hmm. fighting about it. Uh, Lindsay was like, uh, how has no one told you that that's not normal? Right. Um, we get some talk with Romeo and Marianne. They're happy that everyone else might just kind of like fight each other and leave them alone. 
um, which is nice. They can be like the kind of goats that get dragged along a little bit. Um, the other five are meeting on the beach saying that they should band together as five. So that was a nice, just like, I don't know, uh, parallel to see like the Marianne and Romeo being like, Hey, maybe the others will just fight it out. And then the other five are like, Hey, we should band together. Well, uh, yeah. Except I was like, there's no way that the five of you are actually banding together. Oh right? yeah. No, immediately weird. Mike says to the camera, like, uh, yeah, I, that was just bullshit. I didn't actually mean that. Dre is not in this. Um, right. Not just all, to the camera. He says it to Omer. Yeah. We also get them talking about how they're annoyed with Romeo. He doesn't do anything and just is always sneaking food while they cut to Romeo not doing anything and sneaking food repeatedly. In like a little golem stance. Yeah. He just kind of like crouches all day by the rice and eats little bits of rice. Um, We get... Yeah, so we get Mike reveal, like tells all that stuff to Omer. He very much trusts Omer. Omer is a little bit wary of Mike at this point and says that Mike is high on high. Um, he's like taken over the spot as the king, so to speak. And like, he's a lot more like cocky and confident now that high is gone. Um, we get some with Jonathan says that he's struggling due to lack of food, even though he's a much larger person, everybody eats the same amount. And so that's made it tough for him, which uh, my opinion on Jonathan has changed dramatically in the last few episodes. Because I feel like the longer that he is on the show, the more like grumpy he gets. Oh, yeah. He was very grumpy this episode. Yeah. And like that is true. Like he he's at a greater calorie deficit than others are. Like that is a true argument. But in talking about that, he kind of like downplays that other people could also be having a hard time. And that, like, at a certain point, they're all just starving. Mm -hmm. So, like, yeah, technically your calorie deficit is worse, but, like, everyone is literally starving. So why are we comparing? Yeah. Um, We also get some of his grumpiness comes out as Dre and Lindsay are trying to untangle a fishing net. And he's, like, telling them how to do it without helping how to do it with it. Um, And that's just an annoyance all around. He's annoying. Dre is annoyed. Um, Lindsay and Drea talk about how they want Jonathan gone. Um, Jonathan seems to be with Mike for wanting Drea gone. Uh, they talk, they show Marianne and Romeo might be in for getting rid of Jonathan and we head to the challenge. Yeah, there Uh, is a, there's a little thing where Jonathan talks about being a provider. And one of the things that he wanted to do was be a provider. And he like, feels like he has been, but it's not getting the like credit for it that he feels like he deserves, which is not what the providers do like uh sure it is why not just because that's your role doesn't mean you have to do it like selflessly no that's i mean right but it is like uh it always like whenever we have seen providers be like then i just won't do the thing anymore or something like it always goes poorly for them oh yeah uh like it is uh typically the provider is trying to like help and be pleasant and like do all of these things also and jonathan is just having a much harder time with that yeah yeah i think that yeah i mean i think he's doing the provider role um but i don't think like the being nice about it or being like also extra kind doesn't i don't think that's part of that role i think it's just kind of often happens as being like the hospitable one maybe i guess i'm just thinking of like of like a Rupert who then when he started to be like 
I feel like no one appreciates this enough. It was like not looked at well. Oh, no, I agree with that. I'm just saying that, like, I think he is being the provider. It sounded like you were saying he wasn't being the provider. Oh, yeah. No, I think, I mean, I guess I don't really know. They haven't shown us enough of that because, like, even in this episode, it looks like he's not going to be the one going out and using that net and doing fishing. So, like, I don't know how much of the, like, sole provider he is being. Yeah, they showed a little bit then, or maybe it was in a previous episode of him, like, spearfishing. Um, I think he's also probably huge in the, like, gathering firewood, breaking down firewood, probably. Plus, just, like, the nature of winning challenges to get rewards throughout the season. He probably views as being a provider as well. Yeah. Um, this challenge, Jeff explains the do or die to us. Um, this was, I thought it was kind of weird because they edited it together, had the explanation, assuming we've seen 41. Like, I feel like he didn't fully explain it, but maybe it's because he knew he was going to explain it more at the end of the episode. Um, I just felt like it seemed rushed, but I already knew about it. So it didn't bother me. It just seemed like weirdly short in the explanation. I, that was kind of a thing in 41 too, though. Like we did not know what really the game of chance was or anything like that or how it would work until yeah council. that's true that's true um so they have to balance on this perch holding this handle behind their head we saw this last season as well um they draw they get to decide whether they want to compete or not if you choose to compete that's great you can win immunity but if you're the first person out when you compete then you have to do this unknown do or die challenge um they draw rocks or reveal rocks for uh who's going to compete and we find out that only Lindsay and jonathan are the ones that are choosing to compete so one of them will be getting win immunity and one of them will have to do do or die. What and do you Lin- think would have happened if Jonathan had been alone? He would have gotten immunity. No and just challenge. no do or die. Yep. Okay. Or yeah, I mean, I think that's what would have happened. It would have been a bunch like otherwise, I don't know how it would have played out unless Jeff would have said, like, like maybe there would have been no, no do or die, and then they try he tries to bring it back in the next step, next challenge, or off camera, they would have edited that out and been like, okay, we need to, I don't know. I think it would have been no do or die. That's the no problem do or with die and no challenge. Like Jonathan just wins. Right. Yeah. That's the trouble with this and kind of like the hourglass twist. Like they're really counting on, they're really like taking a chance that like interesting stuff will happen when, like if that had happened, it would have been like, okay, well, this is like there's nothing it would have just been like not fun i don't know like yeah they're really taking a chance that like this will work out exactly as planned or is exactly how they hope it will and if they keep doing these there's going to be times where it doesn't happen and maybe then they'll finally realize like yeah maybe we shouldn't do this and like i mean i said it all about jonathan because i assumed that he would play but like he also was talking about how weak he felt if everybody sat out it's just like no one gets immunity no one does do or die yeah go strategize which yeah. like they can't not show because it affects everything of like why does no one have immunity, but it is real boring. I could see if everybody sat out Jeff offering a redraw of rocks because then people's psychology changes a little bit because they're like, okay, if everybody sat out, maybe I'll be the only one to do it this time. And then I'll get immunity or something like that. So like your psychology switches of like, okay, everybody's dropping out. So maybe I'll risk it to be the only one. And then I'll be guaranteed immunity. So we don't have to worry about it or something like that. Um, yeah, I don't know. Um, 
So uh, we do say once they find out that Jonathan and Lindsay are going to be the only two playing, Lindsay says this is going to be Battle Royale right now. That's the name of the episode. Which uh, Patrick and I guessed uh, Mar- uh, Jeff and Marianne would be the ones saying that. And so we were both wrong. Um, so they get up on their perches. It looks very uncomfortable to do this, which I'm sure we talked about last season. Um, yeah. During it, while Jeff's doing his like commentating, he says a game of Survivor where the monster is always starving. So he brings back this monster talk. Probably the first time we've heard the monster spoken of since the preview for 41, because I don't think he ever mentioned it in the season. He talked about it in season 42. He talked about it in like the premiere of season 42. Uh, okay. And like a couple other episodes he's mentioned okay. it. Yeah. Um, so nice to see that monster back. Uh, they end up lasting 12 minutes or so in this challenge. And then Lindsay drops out. So Jonathan wins and Lindsay's going to have to do the do or die, which we don't, they don't really know any details about just yet. Other than that, she has to do this game of chance. It might send her home. If it doesn't send her home, she's immune. So everybody has to prepare for a potential vote anyways. Which Chris and I predicted that uh, Marianne or Drea would be the, like do or die person and we were both wrong on that as well yeah um we get a little bit at camp everybody talking about how they're happy they didn't compete Lindsay's upset that she chose to compete um because it got well part of the reason it sounds like is she says that because then jonathan got like if she hadn't she has to do the do or die but it sounded like some of the reasons she's upset she chose to compete was like it wouldn't have, like because jonathan got immunity or whatever but like all of that would have happened anyways i think but maybe not. I guess we don't know. Like he would have been immune if she didn't choose to compete, anyways. Assuming I, I didn't was... get that. Like I, I thought it was mostly just like, now I might go home because I didn't do well on this challenge. I didn't. Well, there was something with like because I have in my notes that others are mad that she chose to compete because they want Jonathan gone. But I th- think that wouldn't have mattered. Like if she didn't choose to compete, I'm pretty sure he would have gotten immunity regardless. I think that you're right. I don't remember anyone being upset about like mm. her competing because that meant Jonathan won. Gotcha. Um, I, I do remember her being frustrated that she didn't beat Jonathan because she wanted to beat him. But in her saying like, that's why she competed is because she wanted to beat him, but knows that that was a mistake. We get a little bit of backstory from her finding out that she played football in high school. She was the only girl on her team, but still made the team, which was nice. Yeah, which I was like, oh, she's going home at this point. And spoiler alert, I was wrong. Um, Oh, yeah, I kept checking the clock while I was watching it. So I knew that she was going to succeed on this Mm -hmm. do or die thing. Uh Um, But yeah, Um, we have some with Drea hoping that Lindsay's going to lose because then her advantage becomes an immunity idol instead of just like the steal of it which is it is right now um and so we just got kind of some bouncing around michael checks with drea to see if she wants to vote for romeo um lindsay talks to mike about how it's cool to send drea home mike takes us to jonathan and to marianne they check with omer about it um omer talks about blindsiding mike but he's worried about mike playing his idol drea is nervous she thinks mike's lying um, Drea tells Omer she has the knowledge is power. This is a crucial moment here. Um, I why 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 does she do this? Why? 
she, I guess she truly trusted Omer in this moment and she shouldn't have. She did. I did read a exit interview with her um, where she does say like, yeah, the like Omer and I were much closer friends than the edit showed in that we were, we were really tight and like uh, strategized a lot together. So like, I genuinely thought that that was a good idea to tell him and thought that it would be safe and one, was wrong. Do you think, I guess that probably wouldn't have made a difference. Like if he, Mike has an idol, even if he thinks his name is not on the chopping block at all, he's probably taking it to camp, like to travel council with him. He's not just like leaving it buried at camp or whatever. Oh, I would guess that he's going to take it with him. Okay. Cause like, I could see that being maybe the reason is to like, she wants Omer to, she wants to get Omer in on the plan so that Mike gets nervous and like to get Mike nervous to bring his idol to tribal council. So that way she can steal it. Cause if he doesn't have it with him, she can't steal it. So maybe or, that's the reason. Yeah. Or to, I kind of interpreted it as just like, I want to vote Mike. I don't care that he has an idol. We don't have to worry about that. Like, and I'm telling you why we don't have to worry about that. Basically. Yeah. Cause he's not going to have an idol for long. Right. But like, yeah, there's still, I don't, but with that, like, why would Omer need to know about that? Because if she trusts Omer, she, like, they need to be on the same page about who they're voting for. Because if Omer plans on voting for, like, Romeo or something, and Dre is voting for Mike, that's a problem. So yeah. they need to, like, be on the same page of, like, hey, the target is Mike tonight. Don't worry about his idol. Yeah. Um. Yeah, but I feel like, yeah, she could have handled that differently of, like, hey, let's have the target be Mike. In case he plays his idol, let's split the vote and do like a couple votes, like a vote for Romeo or something, like do a split vote. But then she doesn't have to reveal this information to Omer. Uh, yeah, that's true. But it all comes down to just she trusted Omer and turns out that bit her in the ass a little bit here. Um, and so they we kind of go into tribal council with Omer trying to decide, like, should I go with Drea and blindside Mike or should I go with Mike and blindside Drea? There is a we do see him tell Lindsay about the knowledge of power advantage. And Lindsay is the one that says like, why don't you take the idol from Mike? Yeah. Um, just, I think it is. Omer has done a lot of strategizing and does a lot of great work and like, he's a very good player. I think it's important to note that that plan is Lindsay's idea, not Omer's idea. Yeah. Uh, so we had a tribal council. Um, we we get some nice like uh just like love compliments about Lindsay because they know she has to do this do or die challenge and so she could be leaving and so Marianne and Mike talk about how great she is um so then they Jeff talks about what the do or die challenge is Lindsay so it's picking the three boxes Lindsay chooses to pick the pick the middle box she does say she has she's like I've got a backup but I'm gonna pick this middle one and then Jeff sets that aside and reveals a skull and he says do you want to switch she's like he's like you mentioned you had a backup and she's like yeah the skull was my backup uh so she chooses to stay and we get a nice clip from high saying like oh you should always switch as he like yeah. whispers to the jury which is mathematically what you're supposed to do but here we are two seasons in a row we've seen this twice and the people both stuck to their guns didn't switch and they succeeded they were safe which you are much more of a mathematician than I am. Well, don't ask me to do so. math right now. Well, I'm, I'm just pretty sure that there is only an 11% chance, right? That 
like they would stay and be safe twice in a row. It would be like one third times a third. Which is a ninth, which is 11%. Yeah. 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 Um, Yeah. I also, I was talking to uh, my friends that I was watching this with and was like, that is the like math of like, you should always switch is in a like perfect scenario where also the host isn't necessarily sure or is not giving any like hints or anything like that which I don't think Jeff was like meaning to give hints but he did know which one was safe and may have like subconsciously bit like you know looked at the safe box or like addressed uh, them in a certain way or something yeah yeah that's true people analyzed this in season 41 and felt like he like he was like one of these is safe and two of them are death and like pointed to the correct one for safe and gotcha. stuff like that which I I didn't notice this time but i don't know yeah i just mean that the the perfect one ninth chance is in a vacuum and not necessarily real life yeah um so now that Lindsay is safe that means her and jonathan are both immune from the vote here and so we get a little bit of um before they go to vote um Drea says, uh, I want to do something. So she pulls out her knowledge is power, reveals it. Mike does a really good job acting here where he just looks like he's like, like staring down, kind of looks crestfallen, like, oh, fuck, like she's coming for me. So then she asks him and he's like, nope. And is very excited because he like conned her into thinking that she, he had it. Um, and we get a flashback to Omer telling him about it and him giving Omer the idol. Um, and then jeff's like uh all right let's go vote and romeo's face as he stands up to go vote is the best he's like uh what the fuck am i supposed to do like this is not what the plan was i have no idea who to vote for yeah also right after mike does that drea's like that was good good job (laughs) um we see uh marianne go vote we don't actually like see who she votes for just her shock of like what what like she's very excited about how crazy that just was um drea we see pull out her extra vote she's using that i think this i think she knows she's screwed but she's just might as well use it yeah um and we find out that it was like or she, drea gets voted out five to three she's in very good spirits here she tells mike uh she like gives him a hug and he's like two do you put two on me and she's like yeah i put two on you yeah um and then as she jeff lets her be the one to like uh like snuff out her torch and say the tribe has spoken that was very nice and then she gives like a little speech to every single person she says mike mike's gonna win giving him the kiss of the kiss of death um which he acknowledges he says like thanks kiss of death yeah uh she tells oh she tells everybody that omer is the only one she told about the knowledge's power so now everybody knows that he spilled that secret um she says to romeo that he's been on the chopping block a bunch um i can't remember what she says to something to jonathan about how like jonathan i was never going after you yeah um even though you always thought i was um and it's not entirely true because she kind of was this episode but yeah uh and that yeah i can't remember what she says about Lindsay and marianne just like keep being yourself or something like that marianne she says like keep being you girl uh i don't remember what she said to Lindsay. i didn't write that one down yeah it was nice to just like go around and give it i also like i'm kind of split on it it was very nice everybody seemed to have, be like having fun and enjoying it i do think that once you get voted out you should just be you can't say anything you got to leave yeah i 
feel the exact same way of like, this was like fun to watch, but also a little bit fucked. Yeah. Cause then she can like blow up people's spots. We'll see next week if that actually affected things or not. Um, Cause Omer has been doing a lot of stuff without a target on him. And this might have put it on maybe, but I don't know. But also I almost wonder if people could be like, Oh yeah. Like Omer and Mike are really tight. That's good. Yeah. Uh, and yeah. Like but, and also like a bond there. Because the only people that voted for Drea or for Mike are Drea and Romeo. And so really like Lindsay, Marianne, Jonathan, Mike, Omer, they're all, they were all in the same mindset. So the fact that like she revealed that Omer revealed the secret of hers doesn't actually matter to anybody because they all were like in on the plan. So, yeah. Right. Exactly. That's kind of my point of like, I'm not sure that Omer betraying the person that they were all voting out is going to make him look bad. Um, so she was out five, three, which has happened, I think five times before this, uh, that's it or no, 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 no. It's happened a bunch of times before this. We've seen it happen to five people. We've seen it happen to Jed, uh, Ken, the jerky gate person. Yeah. That was Ken, right? That his name was Ken, but that happened before Jed. So I'm confused. Oh, then it's not that Ken different Ken Ken the cop. Maybe, maybe, Season Um, five. I don't know. Uh, Excel spreadsheets running five, three, yeah, season five, Jed in season five, Ken in season five, John in season nine, Mia in season nine, um, and then Liana last season, which I thought Ooh, was interesting because okay. she also had the knowledge's power and also messed it up. And it was interesting that she and Drea both had that same thing happen to them and got voted out five, three different episodes, but uh interesting nonetheless um and yeah so we get a preview for next week which said wait wait, before that we do get a little bit of jeff telling them like man i've never seen like such great gameplay and still such great camaraderie with everybody Mm -hmm. um and like talks about how great this cast is which is cool yeah yeah that was nice uh our preview shows that uh, something about Taku 4 is at the final six, which is true. This final six is four people from Taku, Lindsay, Marianne, Jonathan, Omer, one from Vati, which is Mike, and then one from Ika, which is Romeo. Um, we have a clip from Jonathan saying it's time to split up. Uh, something from Lindsay wanting Jonathan gone. There's something with Mike talking to Marianne and Marianne talking with Romeo. Um, we, at this point, for advantages in the game, Lindsay is the sole survivor of the advantage amulet. So she, that will now be turned into an immunity idol. Um, Marianne has an immunity idol and an extra vote. And Mike has an idol, except that it's in Omer's possession right now. So we'll see how that goes. Yeah. Um, and Omer doesn't pre- have to give it back. Right. I predict he will. Cause I don't know how he could play that off of like, no, I'm not going to. Uh, so we'll see. Yeah. It is. Can you hear the, lawnmower outside no good okay uh it is the i saw this on reddit i did not like remember this but it is noteworthy um the amulet had said that it was like had to be used by the final six was the last time so Lindsay will have to use that like next episode where the other idols can be used up until the final five oh okay well so that guarantees Lindsay a spot in the final five as long as she uses it or i guess she can yeah, give it away to somebody will yeah yeah um 
Yeah. So presumably like Mike, I mean, Mike having three active idols right now when there's only six people remaining is wild because it could be that like somebody who's not those three, which could be Jonathan because he wins a lot of challenges, wins the next challenge. And so then like four out of the six people have idols. Um, yeah. Yeah. So we'll see. I'm, I'm very excited going to these last two episodes. Yeah. So um, other predictions for the episode were we've predicted that if it went to a vote that Jonathan, I predicted Jonathan would be gone and Patrick predicted Romeo would be gone. We were both wrong there. Um, and then for Nate, the saying the name of the episode, which was, or no, I already talked about that. Yeah. Uh, so fantasy wise, we're down to Patrick is, even though we had that tear at the beginning where Bianca pulled a penny and lost like the first like four people or something like that. The first person down to having only one person on their team is Patrick. Uh, Katie, True. Bianca still has two. I still have two. And Katie still has three people, even though she's in third place points wise. Um, one of those people that Bianca and Katie have is Romeo, who not a high point earner here. Yeah. Um, so I, yeah, I need, um, I need Omer to get 126 more points than Mike and Marianne combined in two episodes to beat you. Yep. Yeah. I feel confident, especially because yeah. both of my people have idol. Well, actually, your person kind of might work. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Arguably, one of your people has an idol and one of yeah. my person has an idol. Yeah. Any uh, on a totally unrelated note. Wait, wait, wait we're all still on this. We got to pick an MVP. I'm I know. OK. On a totally unrelated note. What uh, what songs you've been into lately? I kind of got back into Olivia Rodrigo a little bit. Ooh, okay. That's good to know. Specifically good for you, but uh, I mean, which would be very fitting because, mm-hmm. you know, good for me. I want, win, will win. Uh, yeah. Uh, okay. Interesting. I have, uh, maybe I should rethink this. No, I'm going to stick with it. Yeah. I have an MVP. Hmm. Uh, okay. Three, two, one. Mike. Lindsay. Mike. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. I mean, he's regardless of like i know that he that might not have been his idea but he has built up a relationship enough with omer that uh omer came to him with this plan to swap the idol um so like that takes something um he did it he chose to do it he acted well enough that like drea went forth with the plan to like ask him for the idol and all of that and even though his name was on the chopping block he lives to see another day so that's why I picked him. I do kind of wish that Omer would have done everything that he did and then voted Mike out. Yeah. To just be like, sorry, Dre, I wanted the idol. So I told him about it, but now it's my idol, not your idol. Sorry. That would have been sweet. Although it would have taken more than that because that would have just, if he swept his switches vote, it'd be 4 4. Uh, yeah, that's true. I bet, but I think that he probably could have gotten like Lindsay in on that. Yeah. Yeah, uh, maybe, but Lindsay really like getting Dragon gives Lindsay an idol. So like, oh yeah, that's true. I I bet Omer with Romeo. the tongue could have done something. He could have got, or no, he wanted Mike gone. Yeah, yeah, he could have got maybe Marianne. I don't know somebody. Yeah, just yeah, yeah. Anyway, I picked Lindsay because she's the one that came up with that plan. She also, uh 
trusted her gut, which was apparently a good move in do or die and like survived that, which like, that is the reason why I was like, Oh, maybe I shouldn't pick her, but it went well for her. And so like, it did go well. I can't reward bad math. Um, I can reward good instincts. No, that's no, that's not what, no instincts. Uh, You can't have instincts about an unknown quantity. Uh, like, but she also came up with like with that plan. Yes, and, that's true. Yeah, no, I'm not uh, arguing against your MVP. I just, I also one of the other big reasons that I picked Lindsay is that like she and Omer, I guess, are like the two people that no one is concerned by when I think that they should be. Like, uh, yeah, yeah. Everyone else consistently gets talked about for vote for votes, and Lindsay and Omer don't kind of ever yeah we might see that change next episode but yeah um okay so we got to make some predictions uh one is the next episode is called caterpillar to a butterfly i predict marianne because she in the preview said something about like i'm not gonna be a goat i'm gonna do stuff and so i could see her being like this is my butterfly moment i'm emerging as a good player she also likes her analogies, so. Hmm. I think Mike's going to say it. About, Interesting. About somebody. I don't know who, but that's what my He also likes his analogies. That's fair. Yeah. Metaphor. I don't know. We are at a point when we, rather than just trying to pick the next person to leave, should pick everything. Yeah, so we got six left, so we'll try to pick what the order is going to be. Um, in that will come our final three which mine got wrecked this week because Dre is gone. Um, yeah, I am. Oh boy. I forgot all about advantages for a second. I need to think about this. Um, I'm going to say Jonathan next. I'm going to say Omer uh, next. Omer Are you going to do your whole thing? No, we can go back and forth. My reason for Omer next is literally every single person was mentioned in the next week on except for Omer. Mm, interesting. Uh, I think there's going to be a little bit of like a all three idols get played thing. Uh, and Jonathan won't be safe at that point. That's why I think he's going to be gone in the fifth, the next episode. Or in fifth uh, I think, huh? I think Marianne will be gone fifth after using her idol at the final six. And then, uh, I I think then it's going to be Mike. With a final three of Lindsay, Marianne, Romy. I'm also going to say Mike fourth for a final three of Lindsay, Omer, Romeo. Then I'm choosing Lindsay as the winner. I'm going to say Omer as the winner, which we are pretty similar, except I guess we're not all that similar. We both think that Lindsay and Romeo are going to make it to the end. We think that Jonathan and Mike are in trouble sooner. Yeah. But uh, which means yeah. my new final three, I had to swap out some people, or I had to change it because Dre is gone. And so I change it to Lindsay, Marianne, Romeo. Patrick has Lindsay, Marianne, Omer. Uh, wait, uh, that no. is what I had before. Oh, That's what so I had last week. It. I have changed it now to Lindsay, Omer, Romeo. Okay. Um, yeah. Uh, and then Katie and Bianca from the very first episode had had it be Jonathan, Mike, Jenny. So they still have Jonathan and Mike active there. And then Adol in episode six had picked Mike, Romeo, and Tori. And so he still has Mike and Romeo left. Um, so pretty good showing there. Um, yeah. Um, 
you officially from your episode one final three they're all gone you said drea tori and hi oh that's true yeah and they're all gone now man i had that one running for so long too yeah they kind of went like down one by one i think it was one episode between tori and hi maybe mm, i don't know it was tori then hi then drea oh man yeah so yeah literally just one by one that was rough um all right cool anything else we need to talk about we gotta do plugs recommendations oh yeah uh-huh oh boy do i have any of those you go first um my recommendation is a little bit more of a philosophical recommendation i took a lesson i used to do with my ap calculus students and did it with my fifth grade math students this week and they crushed it it was awesome wow yeah so we when i introduced like integrals integration finding the area or really actually with 3d integrals so like finding volume um one of the ways to do it that you start with integrals is you just break curvy stuff down into rectangles and estimate it that way and so we did that i brought in some random produce had the kids trace it on some graph paper turn it into try to pretend like they were broken down into a bunch of different cylinders and they estimated the volume in that way and then we checked it by throwing it in a beaker full of water for displacement and the kids crushed it like some of them maybe not quite as accurate as possible but out of maybe 15 groups i would say uh t- at least 10 of the groups were probably within like 20 milliliters on their estimate of the actual answer which was like really impressive wow yeah yeah it was really good i was very pleased with it they were very excited to be doing stuff that i used to do with calculus so that was fun that is fun that's awesome so I guess my, I don't remember if I preface this with this, but my philosophical recommendation then is to uh, like teach or learn hard stuff to, even if you don't think you're ready for it or to like other people, anybody, anything's accessible at some point. Yeah, that's cool. Um, so teach Oliver to drive or something. I don't know. I'm not going to teach Oliver to drive. Uh, I do not think he's ready for that. He just started walking uh yeah exactly he uh, maybe he when he's tall enough to like reach the pedals and see above the steering wheel you know what they say like you take it up from crawling to walking and then walking to driving yeah everybody's saying that all the time uh in like the flintstones world driving is walking or running so like everybody knows ohio is flintstones world well yeah i'm gonna plug um uh like i bought you so much time i know and while i have my answer i just like don't know how to word it um like hanging out outside in a kiddie pool uh we got oliver a little kiddie pool so he will hang out outside sometimes in it and we'll just like sit by the pool with him and just like hang out in the sun uh and it's a great time I got to clarify, you sit by the pool or in the pool? I sit, well, both. I sit by okay. the pool with my feet in the pool. Okay. Like I'm a, a Stepford wife. Okay. Uh, all right, cool. Uh, listeners, if you got recommendation, plugs, send it in. We can read off your recommendations. It doesn't have to be Survivor related. None of this stuff relates to Survivor, really. Uh, we're going into the final stretch here. After this, we will dive into season 10. Um, and then like over the summer, we'll probably get through hopefully a few seasons. We haven't really mapped it out, but I would guess we could probably get through like 10, 11, 12 
I don't know. Um, yeah, something like that. Something like that. I uh, do want to throw out a little thing of at the end of season nine, when they were like, check out what's coming next in season 10, there was something about like something we've never done before on Survivor. So I'm really excited for season 10. We've been on hold for a while. I'm very excited for it. Yeah, I forgot about that. We'll find out. Cause I, yeah. Uh, all right, cool. Um, email us at tribalcouncilpodcast at gmail.com. Tweet at us at tribalcouncil20. And until next week, this is Chris signing off. This is Patrick. And the tribe has spoken. Oh, we, oh, we, oh, we, I. Oh, yeah.